Okay. Here we go. We started. We started. What a thrill. It's okay. 2022. It's 2022. There was like an absolute gap in episodes, guys, because guys, holidays and holidays happen. And Omicron, yeah, that's right. That's that's with being just sort of vague about everything. The holidays and Omicron took us down. Yes, we had to be safe. We had to make sure everyone was healthy. And I think if your plans didn't get ruined for from during the holidays of the COVID wave, you don't live in America. Yeah. Or maybe, or like, you know, another European city. But um, yeah, it was, it was rough. We had to take yeah. a break. We had to take a break. I mean, we're all healthy and happy and safe. Yeah. And um, Elise and I have been able to see each other. This isn't the first time we're seeing each other. So hopefully it won't just be like two girls catching up. But. Yeah, that's my um, mother's favorite part. Welcome, Susan. <gasps> Susan now listens to the podcast. Thank I want God. our listeners to know. Now to both mothers. Both moms. Or Susan and fans. Jerry. I know. Susan and Jerry. Um, Wait, what episodes does your mom listen to? Um, We spoke about Coolidge and Lou <gasps> Hoover. She's going backwards. Okay, like, cool, cool, cool. Good for her. She's really excited about the modern day ladies. I know. She, she loves knows, that. Like yeah, the yeah, modern yeah. history. Um, but she loves our banter, she said. Oh that's, my gosh, that's she just, awesome. like, she chuckles to herself. <laughs> <laughs> moms always laugh at my jokes. I know. So, you know, moms like, boost the confidence oh yes well when you texted me that she listens I did say okay my new year's resolution is complete like that was all I wanted so yeah so like here we are sitting first week of January new year's resolution just check it off the list all I wanted was Sue to listen and now she does new year new pod not not a new pod we're jumping right back jumping right back in and who better to do it with than queen 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 anna eleanor we'll call her I'll call her L probably for most of this, but it's important to know that her name is Anna, but she's named after her mom, who was also like in, who was basically a bully. Like she was basically like a parental bully. Oh my God. So we don't want to call her Anna L because that implies that we like want to preserve the memory of her mother, which like, I don't know if we do. Like Eleanor was her own girl. No, advice right off the bat. Her mom is terrible. Yeah, like, like get a new mom. Like, yeah, no, like it's <laughs> possible. Yeah. Like your mom, like get a new mother. Parental bullying is a real thing, and yeah. Anna was a full or Eleanor, I should say, was a full full victim of that. But I mean, yeah. she obviously is incredibly triumphant. We'll talk so much. I mean, there are some things about Eleanor that I kind of thought, like, I'm just excited to kind of like bust open, like, parts of the myths that people like. I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot. Obviously, okay, I've just seen the Ken Burns documentary, like, so many times. So <laughs> Who I do... doesn't leave that on in the background? <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen the Roosevelt documentary, the Ken Burns, I don't know, a handful of times. I know. You're not living your life correctly. No, it's so good. I will be super honest and say that when we went to the First Lady's Library, they tried to make it seem like it was just a doc on Eleanor, but it was definitely just excerpts of the Ken Burns doc. Yeah. So, I love that. Um, no, I'm, like, pretty confident that at Hyde Park, at his library, they they play it on loop at yes. points. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. You see a lot of it, which is great. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know this. I mean, it's so long. I was watching an episode last night, and it was, like, two hours in I was like wait it's like the Beatles documentary the same episode (laughs) each episode is at least three hours and you're like well we haven't even scratched the surface well what's kind of crazy about the Roosevelt's doc is that it goes in time order so it's like it's it's not organized by people in the family start at Teddy right it's like you start in like the 1800s with TR being born in New York City and then it goes and so it's like 
you can't even because I was trying to do research, skip ahead to parts on L, but like you can't <laughs> you even can't. do that because no. it's just like in linear order, you mm-hmm. know. So it's and of course, like something super important to know is that the reason that Teddy Roosevelt and FDR are connected, linked, uh, even thought to have, you know, for I'm gonna make a bold claim. I know that five minutes in, I know, a bold I know, claim. I know, I, love I, know. It. I know that they were fifth cousins once removed. Yeah, but. I don't think it was as weird. Like, it's not actually like they were marrying cousins. Like, it's more like they were marrying, FDR and Eleanor married each other, and they happened to have the last name, same last name. You know what I mean? Because, like, the only link is that Teddy Roosevelt was, like, the third cousin of uh, FDR's dad. Yes, I believe. And then... That was that was Eleanor's uncle. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that Eleanor is the link between Teddy and FDR. Yeah, but it's not necessarily super weird that um, that they're married. That they're married. Yeah, fifth cousin once removed. Do you know how many people? Like that's a lot. Yeah. Of no, we've had worse. I feel like worse than the the Flotus history. We've had worse from like when like 59 year olds are marrying like 18 year olds. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. that's worse to me. Like yeah. that's like a Their worse situation. Like this yeah. is like like like. So I think it's a little bit more just like coincidentally two people having the same last name. Right. Yeah. But all that to say, um, Eleanor is throughout the Roosevelt's documentary because she is in the life of Teddy and the life of FDR. I know. Whereas, yeah. like FDR, if he hadn't married Eleanor. He probably wouldn't have even, like, known, like, been close with Teddy. No, I don't think so. No. So, anyway, that's all, all already out the gate. I'm making some bold claims. I like it. No, yes. I don't think he'd be Marry your cousins, with everyone, that. is what I'm saying. <laughs> Find a fifth cousin <laughs> once <laughs> removed, and you'll be president. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be... Make sure they have the same last name as yeah. you, and just, like, roll with it. It's not a big deal. This is, this is America. This mm-hmm. is 2022, the Jetsons year. <laughs> Wait, the Jetsons take place in 2022 yes that's really dark yes i know i did see because it feels like we're going back in time i was going to say i I did see a a video today of um i don't know i maybe the navy i don't know they were on a ships in the ocean and they were soldiers or navy people yeah um pretend not pretend practicing uh being with jet packs and like flying from their ship to another ship and all i could think is Never tell us we can't afford healthcare if this is what's happening. <laughs> so um, maybe it is a little more Jetson-like than we think. Yeah, but the, you're right with the yeah. jetpacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is I. I know it's kind of crazy. Like the Jetsons. I feel like I. Also, I was always more of a Flintstones girl. If I'm being super honest. Wait, I mean, I read a theory stop. that. Oh, let me get this right. Is this why? Like, because I like to bake bread and stuff. Is that why I like no. Flintstones girl? Okay, why, why, why? That, 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 that. No, but that's a good theory. We'll <laughs> okay. put it on Reddit later. <laughs> no, the um, the theory is that the how did did you, the Jetsons end where there's like an explosion or something? I don't know. I forget. I don't know something happens that bec- when the Jetsons end, mm. it brings us back to like the times of the Flintstones, and that's why that show kicked off. And it's like a, a continuation oh, of the. Weird. I think that's how it was. I was. I got oh my into- god, that's like Station Eleven. Are you watching Station Eleven? <gasps> I started it, but I didn't finish it. Okay, I'm, I've only seen the first three episodes. But, the first episode but scared I re- me too much. I had to turn it off because it was very scary. I read the book. Pandemic. I read the book, and I'll tell oh, you it's what. A book. Okay. I read the book four or five years ago, and thought to myself, "Never happened." <laughs> it's too crazy. <laughs> but I heard this is sort of uplifting. The 
Is it not? I mean, on the third episode. Oh, okay. So okay. things are definitely dark, but there's okay. 10 episodes. It's long. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll get yeah. back into it. I mean, I the book, again, I didn't connect with it in the moment, but I'm yeah. curious if it's because I thought it was like too hyperbolic and right. like, this could never happen. And then in fact, it's, here yeah. we are. Literally. Have you been watching Yellow Jackets? No, like, but everyone's oh, talking about it. I will. I will. I love Nellie So Linsky. good. Yeah, that is a really good show. I'm going to watch it. Um, I'm going to watch it. God, see, okay, look, we're already starting new things. I know. It's new year. It's perfect. I know. What new hobby did you pick up in the <laughs> seven days it's been? <laughs> Just before we get into it. Did Illinois. I pick up a new hobby? I did buy a couple new books because I okay. I read all my books. So I had to buy some new books. Oh, good so for I'm you. stoked. Um, they just re-issued um, or re-released all of Fran Lebowitz's books in one. And <gasps> what? <laughs> yes, so Metropolitan Life and Social Studies you can now buy in like one book. I've actually never read either of those. Yeah. I need to get that. I had <gasps> read excerpts of it because I'm pretty sure yeah, my parents had yeah. one of them at the at my like growing up. So I had like read little because they're short. It's like short little yeah. like our essays really, yeah. like yeah. It's my favorite, yeah. And um yeah, and so I bought that, and I've been reading, and I, like the first page, I'm cracking up. Like she's, she's my goal ridiculous. in life. Like I what a curmudgeon! I, I just like want to shuffle around. She the hasn't city. written since 1994. Like I, I don't know how <laughs> how does she make money? Like talk of that. Remember that show? What was the show she did? Just it did. pretended to city with Martin Scorsese. Oh my god! I mean, she's amazing. I just love she's her. a star. She's, she's a star. Friend. Every Never time changed. I like turn on a YouTube thing and they're like interviewing some celebrity about like old New York, it's always like, well, and Fran Lebowitz was there. And you're like, what? Like, she's just around. Like, Obsessed And I think that it's one of those things where it's like, regardless, she doesn't, it's like, regardless of how she makes money, like, she doesn't need money. Like, she no. probably just, like, walks through the city and, like, is yeah given, like, she's just a queen. She's a queen of New York. Oh, she's so great. Yeah, so I... She should be mayor. Oh, I don't want to talk about the mayor. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that if you haven't seen Mayor, and I did watch it live, and it was completely transformative and actually the only proof I have truly that we're living in a simulation was the um <laughs> inauguration or the like swearing in of Eric Adams he's holding a picture of a what appears to be his mother in a wine glass it Wait, was one of the I'm crazy- sorry the no, picture you, of the mother is in the wine glass you you just I have, have to, to it. you just have to google I it. refuse to watch him get sworn I, in at the ball drop that's happened. That I watched it I know it's terrible and apparently he had a, gl- a wine glass with his No mother. he has a picture Oh yeah and it's of his mother, but right. she's superimposed inside of a wine glass. <laughs> it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And when I talk about it, people don't know what to do. Like, you're laughing because it's <laughs> yeah. obviously funny, but, like, you have to see a picture of it. Like, there's wow. only, like, one. You okay, guys, I'll post a picture. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the, and, like, I truly, like, when watching that, I was like, okay, so it's, it is fake. Like, yeah. there's just absolutely no way that this is the my, the mayor of my city getting sworn in. It is going to be all these wild. people are wearing Planet Fitness hats. <laughs> oh, right, it because it was sponsored by Planet Fitness. Fitness. <laughs> it was, like, Planet Fitness Dr. Seuss hats. Like, it was crazy. Oh, it was really wild. God. Yeah, it was a really it's wild. It's going to be a like, crazy four years. I, I just want to say, uh, New York never changed. Eric Adams is already, like, blowing it completely. Like, beyond. I mean, listen. Yeah. Whatever, well have your own opinions but I am yeah. a, in real time, I am a teacher in New York City and it's just not yeah. going well for him <laughs> we're a week into for those who aren't in New York City we're a week into the new year 
the mayor gets inaugurated, Jed won. He did it in Times Square as the ball dropped. And uh, it's been a wild week. Like, it's, yeah. he has said really rude things about, uh, I'm quoting here, low-skilled workers, yes, uh, yes, teachers. Yes, teachers. <laughs> he loves snow days. <laughs> snow days. COVID. Like, yeah. this is just like... He's like, more... Yeah. Did you see the hoodie? Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so we're in for a treat. You'll hear... You think I uh, shit on Joe Manchin a lot? No. So I'm not even going to talk about Joe Manchin. I know. He's dead to us. Build back better. He's yeah. honestly dead to the pod. Dead to the pod. We're no. not talking to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eric is, Eric is going to be discussed a lot because he's just... Like, at least de Blasio was, like, eye-rolling it in, like, a funny way. Yes. That's how, how Devin described it. And I was like, that's so right. But, like, he's eye-rolling and, like, this is not good. Like, you're terrible. Yeah. So I miss I miss Bill already. I'm going to... Bold statement. <laughs> that is a bold Bill. statement. That is, I don't even know if I would go... I'm not... Like, that feel... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I miss. I don't know if I miss anything. Yeah. I think I just miss the Flintstones. I think <laughs> I just want to live like the Flintstones. Yeah. Watch the Flintstones and... I want to learn more about, like, Neanderthals. Like, what the vibe is with that. And, like, some people, when they do those DNA tests, like, they are more Neanderthal than other people. What oh. does that even mean? What does that even mean? I, I am reading this book. Um, the we'll get into Eleanor too. Sorry. Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I promise you, I've seen Claire multiple times. But we, we talk on the phone a lot. I don't like, think we literally had a forty-five minute conversation two days ago. Um, I am reading this book, the illustrated history of England. Oh. And it's kind of like you know shortens everything. It just yeah. you're not like reading this giant ass book. But it's I just forget how crazy like the Crusades were and just like. Yeah. Google what is religion and just like right. the, the takeover situation and yeah. everyone's just like and this reminds me of Neanderthals because they just they didn't talk about the cavemen but I guess maybe there weren't cavemen in England. Well, Neanderthals okay, so Neanderthals are different than Homo sapiens. Oh, maybe I don't know that. Yes, yeah, so Homo sapiens have the prefrontal cortex and Neanderthals don't. Oh, so they they predate. Homo sapiens. But for a very short time, they were alive together. But what makes Homo sapiens different is that they can function in groups larger than 50, which most <laughs> So adults, specific. Yeah. yeah which specific. Neanderthals, like, couldn't do. Why? Because they would just get too chaotic. Like, it was just, like, too much. <gasps> oh, God. I think I have a gene of that. Right. For sure. <laughs> so does Fran Leibowitz. <laughs> oh, my God. For real. No, that's... But no, you definitely don't because you live in a city. And, like, there's, like... Oh, good so, point, like, good point, yeah. There's no way that, like cities could exist with Neanderthals because they would just all get too crazy. Right. All right, Claire, this is your hobby. Okay. Find out more about that. <laughs> okay, I did just like look up a doc on it, so don't worry. I'll have like info next okay, week. Okay, we'll have okay. more on this next week. All right, but Anna Eleanor Roosevelt, not a not a not, not a Neanderthal, very much a Homo sapien. She's a city girl. <laughs> she's a city we girl. We have a New York City girl. Thank I goodness. passed her apartment that she lives in with. Um, Franklin and Sarah at one point so many times because it's on 65th Street. I love it. Upper East Side girl. Oh, she was an Upper East Side girl. So she's born on um, October 11th, Libra. (gasps) Love that. What does that mean? Balance, trying to just, kind of sensitive. Okay. But like, my brother's a Libra. I'm a big fan of Libras. Okay. I really like her whole life. Yeah, get along with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Truman eventually, I just want to say this before we begin. I know we've said a lot before we've begun, but Truman. <laughs> this is, if you fast forward, we're talking about Eleanor now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Truman does call her the first lady of the world. So that's who we're speaking what about. What a sentence. Okay? So it's beautiful. not going to be a one part episode. I just want to say that up front. This is going to be a commitment. This is going to be yeah. something that maybe you like save to listen to in parts, um, like all together. Ooh, because a binge episode. A binge episode. Yes, if we're going to break it up to pre White House, White House, post White House life. Yeah, that's what we say we're going to 
going to do. It's so hard to tell. We started this we like 20 minutes ago. And like, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But anyway, um, so she's born in Manhattan. She's born to her two parents, um, Anna and Elliot. Elliot, okay. Elliot and Anna. So classic, put their names together. Anna L. Um, <gasps> oh, I know, we love that. Elliot Roosevelt is the brother of Teddy Roosevelt. So already if you're like doing the family tree in your head, that's kind of like yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt was born Anna Eleanor Roosevelt. Her name does not change when she marries FDR. She is a Roosevelt from day one. She is um, of the Oyster Bay persuasion, <gasps> not the Hyde Park. Okay, if you're let's never forget. She switches at a point. Um, but she, Elliot Roosevelt is the brother of her, of Teddy Roosevelt. Anna, how random is this? Anna, her mom's two brothers, tennis champions. Like Olympic level tennis champions. Wow. Yeah. To be fair, we did see a lot of tennis courts in Oyster Bay. No, there was that's, so, that's a rich person's sport. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. Wow. Yeah. And there was some there was like nervousness that F, when FDR was running that they would find out about Eleanor's like rich tennis past. <laughs> Yeah. And he didn't want them to find out because, like, it was such a rich white person sport. Oh, he wanted to be, like, man of the people? Yes. <gasps> oh, interesting. And her... I guess, to be fair, he was running during the Great Depression, so you well, had yeah. to look And for. also, he was a rich yeah, Manhattan also, boy, Yeah, also, Franklin. Too. So it's like, get over it. Like, obviously, like, we're not... They could hide that shit a lot more, though, back They could. Then. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Because, yeah, so Eleanor is born of hiding this... Hiding that shady she's like, tennis She's fast. hiding the shady tennis back. There's a lot... There's... <laughs> And these two people are a lot. So Elliot is her dad, um, alcoholic and depressed. Just really yeah. sick. Just a kind of and it's sad. It's very sad. He, you know, it's very hard in those moments to know which comes first, the depression, the alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt speaks pretty openly about how one of his sons, um, Kermit, also suffered from depression. Oh, right. I forgot about so that. Yeah. there is like definitely a family sort of link there. Uh-huh. Um, and... But Elliot is definitely, you know, very sadly an alcoholic and and has battles it his whole life. Yeah, he ends up going to a mental institution at one point Mm -hmm. um, because he's really depressed and uh, has a drinking problem. And spoiler alert, he dies because he jumps from a window, tries to commit suicide, survives the suicide, and then dies from seizures from the jump. So it's... Tragic, right it's off the super bat. Super tragic. Yeah. Anna also an alcoholic, so it's not going well. But no, it's not she's, going well for Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor is not starting off with like yeah. good, clean. And she's trust. an only child, right? No, she has two younger. She's a oh, younger okay. brother and a younger sister. Okay, but so okay, basically, Anna and Elliot are both alcoholics. Um, both really rich mm-hmm. kids don't really need to work. Yeah, um, Anna's a socialite. She's stunning she's an yeah. absolute stunner she was a socialite she was a had a debutante ball Elliot of course is of the Roosevelt family which is just a very wealthy family similar to like the Vanderbilts or the Morgans or right. something like mm-hmm. that in New York so um so they get married and then they have they have um two children and when um Eleanor is five they move to France because mm-hmm. It, because Elliot wants to get help for his alcoholism, so he goes to <laughs> Austria. Do that in France? Well, he goes to Austria. Yeah, and the, <laughs> don't go to wine country. I, <laughs> sounds like a bad plan, El. <laughs> so yeah, I know he's like drinking like at like he's basically like at a beer house, like he's at a beer garden, like he's like, like, like yeah, in yeah, Austria. Austria like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this plan is like blowing up. I know. So so Elliot goes to Austria to like heal. Yeah, and then um 
Anna goes with the two children that she has. Um, it's it's um, Eleanor and then her brother Hall. And while she's in France, she has her third child, Grace. Okay. So they're all, the four of them are living in France. Okay. Dad's in Austria trying to like go to rehab or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and th- at that point, they, uh, d- Anna decides that she wants a divorce. She doesn't want to be oh, with God. Because it's like not working. <laughs> okay, like the rehab's okay. not working. Now yeah. they're in France. Oh, yeah. It's like all chaotic. There's like a whole thing. One of the kids is like not even American citizen. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I love it. I love, I love, France seems awesome. It's delicious cheese. Oh my God, um, yes. So they separate while they're in Europe, uh, and then they come, but but then everybody comes back to the United States yeah. at a point, um, and then in, then yeah, and then in eighteen, oh no, in uh, eighteen ninety two. Anna dies of diphtheria. She just gets oh God, really sick okay. and dies. Eleanor is eight. Yeah. Um, and then in eighteen eighty seven, oh no, excuse me. Um, two years later, Elliot dies of a suicide. Yeah. So by the time she's ten, she's got no parents. Yeah. And leading up to this, as all this is going on, the parents weren't super nice to her. Like the yes. mom would call her granny because she was so plain looking. Yes, we call this parental bullying. <laughs> yeah. <in my> um, <laughs> Okay, see, so there's like an official name for it now, okay? Trust Claire in childhood development. That's where I go to her for all my questions. Also, in 1887, they're involved in some sort of a shipwreck. Yeah, oh my God, yes. And a then ship- like she's afraid of ships. She's afraid of ships and water. And then later on at Oyster Bay, TR pushes her into a lake and says that she has to learn how to swim. Oh so, so like she's, she's just like a lot traumatized of trauma. over and over again. Yeah. Also, yeah. her father at one point, um, obviously before he passes, has an affair with one of their servants. And she has a half-brother through that too. Too. I about oh, that. I didn't yeah. know about that. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know if they were like had a relationship. Like I don't know if the kid was right. involved, but there was that happening. So she grew up around a lot of adult things. Yes. Um, what would you call it? Parental bullying. Yes. <laughs> What's yeah. happening? She's she's bullied basically as a child. Oh, it's just a nightmare, and this is all before the age of ten. So yeah. like you just can't even imagine. Real like, formative years. Yeah, and like <laughs> I I just like want to just really quickly before we go any further, I want to say I don't know what pictures everyone's looking at of Eleanor Roosevelt <laughs> yeah. or why everybody is so focused on her being like truly a gargoyle is that fair to say like the <laughs> right. way they people talk like about her, I think she's beautiful she was a gorgeous kid yeah. as a teenager she's stunning right I don't understand what is going on here but but people really couldn't get over how not pretty she was and I don't really know maybe it's she doesn't look a lot like her mother so maybe it's like she had this mother that she everybody thought that maybe she would look like the mom I don't really get it but like people are shocked appalled and like right and almost like like um what's the word like like they're just they can't believe it they're shocked like offended by her like offended by the way that she looks and and it proceed like like continues into when she becomes first lady and like yeah it's just of course we always end up talking about what these women look like because it's a patriarchal hellscape but you know she wasn't that ugly no I yeah it's very and and even if she was ugly it wouldn't matter I don't I want to make that super clear too but I just like I just think that the it, it's so so unfounded what yeah. her mother is talking about um, to, to to a child who looks like any 
any type of child who looks like anything it's unfounded for their parents to talk to them like that but what are they talking about she's a cute kid and i think it really like resonated with her because throughout her life she always viewed herself as an ugly duckling and like thought okay i have to be really smart and really you know perfect at what i do and the work that i do because i'm not pretty and i'll never because women still at this time of course were like i had to be pretty to succeed which i guess is still a thought women have yeah but yeah it's just it's so sad well even when she marries franklin she's like i'm shocked i can't that. Yeah, like someone would dare <laughs> love this ugly troll face. What? Like, yeah. what are you talking yeah, about? It's wild. It's so yeah. wild. So yeah, so she, so her parents die, and and what's also unfortunate is that, um, you know, as much as Elliot, her father, was an alcoholic and was like sort of absent because of his sickness, she kind of always felt like her mother was taking her away from him, mm-hmm. and so. She, for a long time, and I think probably up until she died, always felt like her and Elliot had a very special relationship and had yeah. a very special bond. And so when her mom dies, it's one thing. But then two years later when her dad dies, it's very, very sad. And yeah. it's very, very heartbreaking for her. And I think throughout the rest of her life, she's going to look for connections with men. It's why her connection with TR was so significant. Yeah. Um. You know, to replace somewhat of what she felt like she had with her father. Which right, was, right. you know, regardless of what it actually was, maybe in reality, in her head as, like, a young child, it was very special. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, she, so she has her younger brother, Hall, and Gracie, and her all get sent to live with their maternal grandmother. Grammy. Whose name is Mary. Yeah, Grammy. Yeah. And, um... And it's not great. It's not a great situation. Mary Livingston. <laughs> this isn't good either. Mary Livingston Ludlow of the Ludlow family from New York. If you're familiar, there is a street called Ludlow. Um, oh, is that why? Who was the name after? Yeah. Oh wow. This family. These people are so fucking rich. This is the tennis. It's all of it. I know it's, it's crazy. The tennis. It's the tennis. It's crazy. Okay, picking up tennis. ASAP. Okay. Okay. Let's. Okay. I have a tennis <laughs> racket. I just like manifest my, you know, money. By I think there's tennis, tennis courts like down in like Ludlow Street too. Like down. Oh, wow. Oh my god, we gotta go. I, I like Oh, wow, the Roosevelts are just like blood runs through these streets. They really do. New York or nowhere. I'm gonna find a Roosevelt. Oh my god, I love there that. There has to you. be a Roosevelt. I age. was looking at I, I got the tree. Oh, yeah, you I, got was, I got the tree. I was hell I, I followed the tree all the way up until like present day. <gasps> okay, we'll update you when I'm married to a Roosevelt. Okay. <laughs> love it. Um, okay, love that. So um so she goes to live with her um grandmother. Uh, Mary, she's 10 years old. Um, immediately she's called an ugly duckling. Um, yeah. And immediately she's told that, like, she's plain and simple and, like, won't amount to much. Yeah. At 14, uh, Eleanor writes, no matter how plain a woman may be, if truth and loyalty are stamped upon her face, all will be attracted to her. So already on the bat, she's 14. Be 14. Like, how insecure no, are you to begin with? Horror, horror show. Everyone's calling her ugly. So yeah. she's like, all right, I got to get my shit together because I'm so, such a gargoyle, as you said. I need to be really Justice truthful. for gargoyles. Like, what is happening? Yeah, it was just like, I mean, to write that at 14, it really breaks my heart that she's writing these, like, sentiments about beauty versus being honest and, like, in, having integrity because that will, like, outweigh her quote-unquote, ugliness. It's just, it's so sad. Like, yeah. you're 14. You should be, I know, go playing tennis. Yeah. Like, no, literally. Crazy. Yeah, seriously. I know. So, um, so around 16, oh no, 15 years old, someone comes on the scene, a recurring character. <gasps> Shall we not forget about <laughs> Bambi? Yeah, so. Bambi's back, baby. Justice for Aunt Bambi. <laughs> if you remember our Alice Roosevelt episode, yeah. do Alice, Alice, both Alice's. 
Um, Aunt Bammy is the uh, aunt who raised Teddy Roosevelt's first daughter. Yeah. Um, she catches wind of Mary Livingston Ludlow and the way that she's treating <laughs> verbal sweet, abuse, the the, uh, the grandparental bullying <laughs> yeah. that's going on. And <laughs> write about that in your PhD for childhood <laughs> development. Like Jesus Christ, that's something that has not been explored. Seriously, and she's she's like, I gotta get involved. This is crazy. Yeah. Eleanor is incredibly well read, and you know it should be noted that like Bammy at this point is like living near in Sagamore Hill. <clears throat> she's helping to uh, raise the oh right because. Bammy is oyster bay, yeah. Yeah, she's helping to raise the whole Teddy Roosevelt brood of people. (laughs) It's Teddy's sister. If you're not remembering, Bammy is Teddy's sister. And um, she, you know, Eleanor will make occasional trips to, to Sagamore Hill. Yeah. And... You know, she's very overwhelmed by the Teddy Roosevelt family because they are wild, they are rambunctious. I mean, like, even, like, more so than we were even describing in the pod. Like, again, watching Ken Burns last night. There's, like, there's like <laughs> they would, like, throw spitballs at George Washington's portraits in the White House. Like, it was crazy. Like, yeah, they were chaos. out of control. Yeah. And Eleanor just has, like, grown up around, like, basically, like, just quiet, calm, right? Like, just big, empty, picture like a big, empty, barren mansion, yeah. basically. You know what I and mean? And she had so, to be an adult pretty quickly with all these people dying she, And she was her. basically kind of raising her younger brother and sister yeah. at that point, you know. But Bammy sees the sparkle in her eye and is like, I want this girl to do great things. Yeah. So I want her to um, go to Europe, basically. And so she sends her to Europe and says... Um, the Allenwood Academy. Yes, in the London. Allenwood Academy School in London. And it is here for the first time that Eleanor is like truly happy, I think. Thank God she got sent away. Seriously. I know it sounds like rough, like they're sending a fifteen year old to another country to go <laughs> no, study. Mary like, school, Livingston was out of control. She thank had to go. God, because this is where she it sounds like where she gained her confidence. Yeah. Um, which I think is much needed. No, because, for sure. And like at one oh. point Corinne, who is one of TR's kids, so Eleanor's cousin is also sent to that school and says it's like a different person. Like she writes home and is like, Eleanor is like a different person. She's outgoing. She's fun. She's excited. She's happy. And a lot of the teachers at Allenwood kind of see the sparkle in Eleanor's eye as well in terms of the way that she was just ferocious for activity and learning and um, also knew how to communicate really uh, like sort of larger ideas to her peers. And so she really starts to like find her own voice um, at this school, and so it's really cool because I think that you know she's she she's herself. She's yeah. Eleanor. This is where we sort of like see the birth of Eleanor. Yeah, she becomes really close with um, a teacher. Yeah, is the abbreviation for M L L E Madame as well? Madame as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even pronounce those names. Yeah, Sauvestre. I don't, I don't know, know how to pronounce it. Some French lady. Yes, yes. yes. But um, it's a teacher there that they she becomes close with and kind of I guess or maybe her mentor a little bit. Um, and Eleanor wrote back home, I finally learned that I have a brain. I have argued the Boer War with Mademoiselle, and I have won each time. So yeah. she's, like, learning. She's speaking French here. She's learning, um, you know, I don't know what they're teaching here. Science, math, oh, reading. You know, she's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, like, issues, a, all so, yeah, stuff. it's a yeah. full education. Um, she's just really coming into her own, and I think, you know, this is where she starts to realize, like, oh, wait, I'm fucking smart, and I can yeah. debate. And, yeah. Um, I think leading up to that, no one even let her try. No, <laughs> to do that. So it's like, well, it wasn't. Must be a confidence. I think boost. it was like, and also, I mean, like, I think this is also sort of like this could be seen as like why, especially at that time, like an all female school is like such an asset on some level because yeah. 
women weren't even asked to think. So, yeah. like, regardless of whether or not they could, it just, like, wasn't even the job, you know, like, a woman's job. And so, so far as Eleanor knew, so far as her mother knew, was to just be pretty and go to debutante balls and yeah. do that whole thing. And so I think that, like, yeah, like, to have, to be surrounded by, and this is a recurring theme in Eleanor's life, is, like, just gathering around smart, intelligent, interesting um enthusiastic women yeah. and having conversation mm-hmm. is something that Eleanor is going to champion for like the rest of her life mm-hmm. and it's probably started there so it's yeah. very cool and it's like yeah. I mean it's like us going to college I mean think totally. how that was like the first yeah. time you're like getting new ideas and learning about new things and mm-hmm. it's just exciting to, to know you can do that yeah um as her time is ending there, she has to go back home, of course, for the debutante ball. Obviously, she needs to have a coming ball. out party because who well, amongst us? Mary Livingston doesn't. is like certain. Forcing it. Yeah. Classic. She has like, the Waldorf story, which I love. But before she goes, she's obviously stomping her feet. She does not want to leave London because, yes. as Claire was just saying, she feels really confident there. She has friends. She, people care about her. I mean, yes. simple as that. No, she has an, an adult who likes her. Yeah. <laughs> like, must yeah. be nice. That isn't like, TR loved her, but like pushing her into water when yeah, she's scared they were, of like, water. Yeah, they were like, they treated like, her a little rough. Yeah. So, you know, it must be nice to have someone that's like holding her here and taking care of her. Right. Um, so the teacher she really likes writes to her, of course, you must go home and make your debut. You, after all, are a Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. And Teddy is now president. But first and foremost, you are my Eleanor, and I expect great things from you you in your own right in this world which is such a nice sentiment that like again an adult is like Eleanor I love you you're smart yeah like what a what a joy that must have been for her seriously no truly truly such a joy so yeah she comes back so she comes back (laughs) Mary Livingston grandma is like (laughs) grandma Livingston Livingston's like you have to have a dead ball she's like okay I want to die yeah (laughs) so she has it she says it's awful she's a horrible night I can't imagine it was fun for her Sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, although, like, okay, my grandma was a, was a, had a dead ball, and she did, like, absolutely stunning in her picture. So I think that, like... Wait, she said that, or your grandma had My grandma oh. had a dead ball. <laughs> of course and she your was, grandma. Like, I know, it was so silly. But, um, but it was, like, just part of the culture. Yeah. Um, and you're supposed to, like, get introduced to society, and then I suppose immediately following, either find a husband or just, like, mm-hmm. get a hobby. I don't really get what the point of it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, really understand. understand. But, um... She, in 1902, something happens. Um, I can't do the math. When would she have come back after, if she's, when she's 18? So she's born in... 1894. So how old would she be when she was 18? 18. How old would she have been? No, no, like, or not, not how old. What year would it have been? If she's 18, it's yeah. 1902. When she meets Oh, when FDR, she meets, yeah. oh yeah, so she comes back, she has her dead ball, and then in 1902, right after that, she meets Franklin. Um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <gasps> I just want to say, I do love FDR. Wow. He is. Even after all of this. Even after all of this. I learned. do really like him. I okay. think he was a very transformational president. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just. I really love his presidential library. It's it is complicated. He's very complicated. Yeah. I do think he's very attractive. I would have a crush on him if right. I was alive. Okay. In the 30s. <laughs> um, and I am on a search for a bust of FDR to sit next to my Abe Lincoln bust. Oh, I love just that. FYI. Oh my god, you have like your own Mount Rushmore. I love that. <laughs> I love that idea of it. Yeah, I am creating my own Mount Rushmore to pass off to my children. <laughs> Yeah, I just really like FDR. One time I did say to Devin, I like his swagger. And she said to me, his swagger or is that his polio? <laughs> Which I thought was rude. That's, in, but that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's an unbelievable quote. Okay. 
Yeah, so she meets Franklin. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay. Yeah. He is, he's born in New York City. He's another New Yorker. He's, technically, he is the fifth cousin once removed of Eleanor, but like we've previously stated, it's not weird to marry your cousin. It's okay to marry. <laughs> no, Claire has given you the okay. In fact, it seems beneficial. <laughs> well, for him, I guess. You don't even need to get a new license. Yeah. You're like, Eleanor didn't even need to change your last name. I mean, could you imagine? That is honestly great. <laughs> it's, it's classic. The process yeah, to change your name is chaotic. So chaotic. Um, <clears throat> so in 1902, she meets Franklin. And um, they Franklin, born in New York City, he has a dad. And his dad is very old. Yeah. His mom is this woman called Sarah. And Sarah is not. She's a bit younger. I think she's like 30 years younger yeah. than him or something like that. The dad. And so um, Franklin's dad dies while he's uh, in college, I believe, in yeah. Harvard. And um, Sarah and him begin what can only be described as um, like a Grey Gardens type of relationship. Oh, the codependency. <laughs> the codependency between Epi- Honestly, like, we could have made this episode about Sarah and Eleanor if we wanted to because there's just so much to talk about with Sarah, but we have too much. We like Eleanor more. So yeah, we're, Eleanor's like, we're the first engage. lady. But, yeah. yeah, the codependency is alarming. Yes. Um, he is an only child, so maybe that... He has I a half-brother, but comes, we oh, ignore yeah, the half-brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, whoa, talk about a suffocating mother-in-law. Also, the half-brother's name was Rosie. Hate that. Rosie Roosevelt. Stop. Come on. <laughs> that can't be real. I hate that. that can't be real. Anyway. What is Rosie oh. short for? Roosevelt. Maybe Roosevelt Roosevelt? Was- Roosevelt? I don't know. <laughs> okay, he needs to stand alive the DMV to change that name because that is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Meet my son, Franklin and Roosevelt. <laughs> too good anyway so that was his half brother Rosie but um but yeah no he Sarah's a lot Sarah's a lot she'll play a huge part she's opposed to the marriage so the the FDR and Eleanor start corresponding writing love letters which spoiler will get burned later will get burned (laughs) out of rage um I mean I love that whether we're in the 1700s or the 1900s there are a flame set to paper if I, mean, I don't I'm, burn, I'm gonna burn something right now. Like, what should we burn? Let's burn. Something I need tonight. men to start writing love letters to me, so in a rage, I can burn something and have my story, my fire story to tell. Because it's really we have to keep this going. No, it's we traditional. It's, I know at this point it is, it is traditional. traditional. Yeah. Hopefully, when we get to Dr. Jill, she'll have burned something. If Last year, Dr. Jill does not set one of Joe Biden's, I don't know anything on fire. <laughs> we really disappointed. Exactly. I stood up for you, Jill. <laughs> I need some flames. Um. <laughs> so yeah so spoiler alert will get burned yeah so um so yeah so sarah's not Sarah's happy about this courtship. Yeah. she's not happy franklin previously had um been like dating someone else that sarah liked a little bit more but then like that girl was like i'm like Stop. i'm over you and i do think that franklin was like feeling kind of a little bit of pressure to get married but yeah. also like probably was just like this is this woman is kind of a lot. His yeah. mother, right? Yes, and he also knew Eleanor was really close to Teddy, which who he was fucking obsessed. with. He was obsessed, obsessed with Teddy. With Teddy. He's yeah. like, I need to get in on with that side of the which family. Which is also so dark, so weird. It's weird. It's so. It but is. Weird. My favorite part of this is Sarah takes Franklin on know, a cruise I, I, I don't talk about to it. hope he forgets about her. And now that you just told that story about the boat, I'm thinking if Sarah was like playing chess and Stop. was like. 
uh, Eleanor's afraid of ships. She won't come. <laughs> like, Sarah. That's Stop. mean. She was really afraid of water and ships. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, no, like, maybe so that's what she's like, I'm well, going to take Well, so what happens Franklin is they date from 1902 mm-hmm. to 1903, and then Franklin takes her on a walk. He takes says, Eleanor or Sarah? Eleanor. Okay. He says it's a walk he'll never forget. Oh. Because that was the last time he walked? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 15 years No, it's because he, pro- he, pro- he proposes to, oh, sweet. to okay. Eleanor. But then he says to her, Oh God. I love you. I want you to be my wife. Yeah. We have to keep this a secret for at least another year. Because, <laughs> from Sarah because, or the world. From Sarah. Okay. Because she's like, my mom. He's like, my mom won't take it seriously unless we've dated for like two years. So if we don't keep this secret, she's going to be like really upset. Spoiler okay. alert. They did for and a year. And she's still upset. Franklin. Because he tells her in 1904, Mom, I mean, I proposed yeah. to Eleanor. Which like, okay, it's like a year keeping that a secret. That's kind of a big deal. Like, right, Franklin. I don't know. So anyway, so he's like, he keeps it a secret for a year. And then... Tells his mom in 1904, and it's when he tells his mom that he proposed to her yeah. that she takes him on the cruise. Oh, got it. Oh, hoping it would it would like ruin the yes. the engagement. And it's like, wait, we've been engaged for like a oh, year. Jokes on you, Sarah. Jokes what a waste on. of money. Yeah. So then um, they get back from the cruise. FDR's like, okay, no, I'm still like stoked on Eleanor. And yeah. Her connection to TR, obviously. <laughs> and he's like, okay, um, we're gonna get married. So um, they have. An absolute blowout of a wedding. Wait, do you know the day they got married? Of course I do. <laughs> I hate that they chose St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I mean, it might do as well you know why Santa it was St. Patrick's Day, though? Because Teddy Roosevelt was there doing the parade. Yes. And they were like, I need him to walk me down the aisle. <laughs> yes. So basically, the real bride at this wedding is TR. Right. I mean, really, like, the real, like, sort of centerpiece of the wedding this is family. TR. FDR was just, like, stoked that TR was going to be at this yeah. wedding. And Eleanor was like, well, I don't have anyone else to walk me down the aisle. I know, it's kind of like, sweet that he. He, it's he really down, sweet. Yeah. But um, he makes some pretty inappropriate jokes about like keeping the name in the family. You know what I mean? Like, That's it my just favorite. Gets, like, real weird. He yeah. said, it's a good thing to keep the name in the family. Yeah. Right. Calm down, Teddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so so, so um, they they get married and they, they revolve the wedding date around TR's schedule, which is yeah. odd, but like fine. They get just, married on St. Patrick's Day in New York City. Can you Do imagine? you know the chaos? What that no. St. Patty's Day is like? If I mean, if no, anyone it's lives San, here, it's SantaCon. If that's what I'm saying. It might as like it's. Oh, I hate that they chose that day. I it's know. just a lot of drunk people. I don't like it. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, they were not even basically there. Like TR was the spectacle of that right. wedding. It's the same thing. Like he was the president at the time. So it's <laughs> right. Like, like can you imagine? Like, yeah. like Obviously, no one cares about the couple getting married. It's like right. the president. Everyone's yeah. like concerned with. So. um... They get married. Um, I'll give you one guess. Okay, let's just like, let's just, I'll give you one guess to um, see where they honeymooned, Elise. Oh, God. The tennis courts of Oyster Bay. (laughs) (laughs) So close. Hyde Park. (laughs) Oh, classic. I mean, listen, Hyde Park is beautiful, but like, it's a cottage. (laughs) Yeah, and it's also where your mom lives. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah is the worst. Yeah. So they honeymoon for they honeymoon for three or for two weeks in Hyde Park, and then okay. they go on a three month honeymoon into Europe. Which oh, like, thank God they would. But also like, what? Who has like? Three months? 
do it who has like literally like the quarter of a year to I go know, on a honeymoon. Oh my like, god, that's rich crazy. people. I, guess. I know. I, know. I could marry Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and not want to go on a three month vacation with him. That sounds dangerous. I know. He loves yachts. I get seasick. That's not good. No, I, and I mean, Ellie cannot go. Cannot go. <laughs> Alice not going. Are there planes now? Or is she um, taking a ship to you? No, because remember, she becomes friends with Amelia Earhart <gasps> and tells her not to fly the plane. <laughs> Butterfly effect of Elle is Eleanor all I'm saying. Eleanor is my favorite person on this planet. <laughs> Officially naming my daughter Eleanor. Okay. So um, they go on. And they the settle in Hyde Park. <laughs> they settle in Hyde Park, but they also have a spot in New York City. It's a converted two. It's yeah. two townhouses that they converted into one, connected by a sliding door, so that you know who does live next. Sarah door. can live next door. I mean, this is a sitcom. Like it's if crazy. we had ABC, yeah. which I maybe was around, um, <laughs> this would have been a show. Like, it, yeah, wow. No, I Ryan Seacrest would have made sure. No, Andy Cohen would no, have made I mean, sure this was on Bravo. Totally, totally. Um, you can still go see this house if any folks live in New York City. <clears throat> It's on 65th Street between uh, Park and Madison, I believe. Yeah. Um, so it's still right. there. They give tours. It is currently still closed because of COVID. I check frequently. <laughs> I do check. Um, and I think because it's such a small space, because yeah. it's a townhouse, it's an apartment, um, they just can't do it safely. So post-COVID, Claire and I will definitely go there. Oh, bonus app. We did try to go to Hyde Park too, but we again, did. Omicron held us back. So hopefully we yeah. can do that and do a little backtrack of a bonus app because it's so beautiful and I need you to go. No, I have lovely. to go. I know. Um, so yeah, they have a bunch of fun places you can go to uh, around New York because they are from here. But yeah, 65th Street, I mean, Sarah, so cool. get a life. Sarah. Get a husband. Get a new husband, Sarah. <laughs> Seriously. This is trouble. Though. Don't, it's not your son. Your son is not your husband. Like, it's really, it's. That's my advice. I want to, uh, like, um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, an analysis of her, like, relationship with Franklin. Like, there has to be some weird. Yeah, some like, stuff. Like, a psychologist, I want them to, like, analyze this and tell us about it. Some like, stuff was going on. Yeah. yeah no, for sure. <laughs> She's just You're weird. not wrong. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, um, they move into um, the. Uh, townhouse with Sarah, and right off the bat, uh, FDR is like, "We ha- you have to get pregnant." Yes, and Eleanor's like, "Okay, it's truly like last thing on my list of things I want to do." Yeah, and he's like, she later okay. tells a daughter that she hates having sex with him. She calls yeah. it an ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which really like, just makes me laugh. Like, poor Eleanor just wants nothing to... I don't doubt that they loved each other, and we'll learn more about their relationship as it evolves with, you know, their life together. But yeah, po- in politics and everything. Oh, man, just Eleanor, like... Well, something... I know, and I'm jumping ahead just a little bit. kids, man. I know. They end up having six children. Which is a lot for someone who doesn't, doesn't want, want kids. kids. <laughs> it's one thing to, like, all right, we'll compromise and have a child. I'm sorry, that's a lot for someone who does <laughs> want kids. Like, that's absolutely... Yeah, like, no, that's Children. <laughs> so, okay. And uh, both women don't have six kids ever. <laughs> okay, it's too much. Too so much. Many. So she has one daughter called Anna Closic. <laughs> and then uh, she, Anna Eleanor. Uh, Anna Eleanor. And then she has five boys, and their names are like some combination of like Teddy, Elliot, Franklin. Yeah. Like it's all I mean, there's a James Roosevelt, a Franklin Roosevelt, who sadly dies yes. uh, in childhood. Elliot Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt again, and then a John, random John. <laughs> Love a John. John is like, thank God, crazy name. Yeah. <laughs> Where this fucker come from? He's like, that's like naming someone like Chad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just like, it was just yeah. like, like, super modern. Being Last like, kid, she's like, we're going to get crazy. Yeah. He's born in uh, 1916. We're going to call him John, okay? Yeah. Everyone's like, ooh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Real so talk funny. of the town. Talk of the Upper East Side. Did you hear the Roosevelt's had about the kid? Called him fucking John. <laughs> <laughs> Can't 
Can you believe that shit? John. Wait, I'm sorry. No, I'm just thinking back. Like, meanwhile, like, we've had so many presidents named John. Like, John is uh, such an old name. Like, it's like, like the most classic name. We have not had a president called Franklin. What is what right, a Right, I know. And also... There's a name Kermit in the Roosevelt I know, family. I can't. I can't. Okay, I take back my John comment. I know, but no, but that is funny. in this family. It's in chaos. this family, it's absolute chaos. Okay, so um, so they have six kids, and um, but guess who's really involved in the the bearing of the children? Is that the right word? The the the, the, the mother the rearing, rearing, the rearing of the children. Of the children. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> she's out of control. She's out of control. At a point, yeah. so okay, so what happens is that Eleanor is having all these kids, but she's not like super stoked on it. I don't necessarily know if there was like depression involved, like a postpartum situation, yeah. but she's just, this just isn't the life that she wants to lead. Yeah. And so she thinks to herself, maybe I'll enjoy being a mother. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's one thing to give birth, right? Yeah. But it's another thing to, like, raise the children. Right, right. The children are getting mm-hmm. older. She's like, oh, my God, I seriously hate this. I like, still this hate is actually kids. <laughs> This is actually, like, so bad. I really don't like this. So she's like, okay, I'm not a mom. Yeah. Then she's like, okay, Franklin's getting into politics. Uh-huh. I like politics. Maybe yeah. I can be, a like, a like a partner to Franklin in the way of, like, a, um, a wife. Maybe I can be a good wife. Because yeah. she also wasn't very into like housekeeping um, or like cooking or cleaning. There, well, I'll tell a story later, but like there's there's um, rumors that she's never did a dish in her life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's just like she just it just wasn't her her go-to skill set. Right, yeah. And that's okay. But at, a, at this time in history, there wasn't really a place for a woman yeah. who didn't want that particular skill set or who didn't have that particular skill set and for someone who already feels so out of place throughout her whole life yes. to have this feeling as an adult now must be like really fucked up no like, truly you're just like so where she, do I belong I know and so she kind of doubles down and is like okay I'm gonna be FDR's wife yeah. and so he's getting into politics and he's starting to like get really into like the state assembly of New York and yeah and at this yeah. point he's a New York state senator um, and he later becomes the assistant secretary of the navy in the Wilson administration so while this is all happening Yes. That's what his job is. One small funny story about being the assistant um, Navy person <laughs> is that they had an island that they would go to to vacation on in it was technically in Maine, but it was basically Nova Scotia. Yeah. And he would take a submarine there. Like, <laughs> like he they just like so crazy. Like that's how we would get there. Like, so with his wife, who's like already afraid of the sea and ships, he's like, "All right, babe, get in this fucking submarine that's gonna go underwater." Like, Franklin, he's not an empath. No, he's really not. He's really not. I, an empath. Just, I take back what I said about Franklin. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually upset when you him. said that. I was like, okay, this is I absolute like your policies, policies, Franklin. I love yeah, you as a president. No, as, but a, as a human, you're terrible. No, and as like a partner. So anyway, in terrible. 1918. Um, Eleanor discovers something. Oh, it's very sad. She discovers a lot of love letters from a woman called Lucy Mercer, who yeah. was a woman that she hired <laughs> because they were friends to be her social secretary and Shady keep business. all of her like stuff yeah. in order while her and Franklin are trying to like become this political power duo. Yeah. Franklin and Lucy have an affair. This affair starts, I mean, they think in like 1910. So it's yeah. in and around when she's having all these kids. It lasts until the day FDR dies. It yeah. never stops. Um, but it's said that the second that um, Eleanor discovers all of these love letters, mm-hmm. she actually mm-hmm. goes over to her pile of love letters from Franklin and burns them. Yes, this is when the fire this happens. This is when the fire happens. Which I just love. Like, 
passion. Yes, she's yeah. upset, and she's I like upset. that. And I like that. And she I went sort to of like. <laughs> I sort of like that she didn't burn the letters to from Lucy. Like she didn't erase that. No. It's like almost worse that yeah. she was like, I want to erase my history. Yeah, with him. very so Eliza we, Hamilton. Of very her. Eliza Hamilton. <laughs> so we don't really know what their early life was like because so much of it was written in those letters. Because yeah. Franklin at this point is traveling a lot for his job. So. She's feeling really, really sad because now she can't, she doesn't even feel like she can be a good wife. So first she can't be a good mother, now she can't be a good wife. So this is when things start to turn for Eleanor and she's like, okay, F this, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, my favorite part is her and Franklin were like, all right, let's just divorce. Like, right, right, right. Our relationship has clearly fallen apart. It's fine, you know, we can go our separate ways. Everyone was down with that. Franklin was down with that. Yes. Sarah, shocker, steps in and she's like, if you divorce Eleanor, I will disown you. You will be disinherited. You will not get any more money. So they're like sort of forced to stay together because... Um, his his political advisor at this time, Louis Howe. I was gonna say that guy gets was involved. like, "There's no president that's ever been divorced. You cannot do this." Which is so again, crazy. Franklin has I can't these political... believe that because there's tons of first ladies that have been divorced. I but, know. Like, it's so so. Like, Remember, TR didn't even let divorce people in the White House. I know. It's just like these idea of what an American family is is so disgusting. I but know. um, it really keeps these two people together. For better or for worse, but I think at this point is when they decide to like reevaluate. Okay, we have to stay together. Mm-hmm. What is our relationship going to be? Right, right, and and what is it going to look like? Yes, yeah. and as, I will argue. We'll discuss this in the later uh, parts, but I think it, it it worked out for both of them. Yes, and I yes, think they I did you. have a very loving relationship. <clears throat> and almost modern in a way. I want to say, yeah, um, something that sounds like lovely to me, but. Um, yeah, and I think that was really, though, for those two to have that discussion in, what year was this? You said 1918, 1920? Like, you know, they both had these aspirations to have these, like, make impacts on the world, and they had to stay together for it, so they figured out something that works for them, which, like, all right. The only thing that I feel badly for Eleanor about is that she was such a, you know, um, she was very smart, she was very intelligent, Mm -hmm. we talked about this, but she was very insecure when it came to... Um, being a traditional sort of like woman and yeah. being feminine in the ways of um, traditionally beautiful, tra- a, a <laughs> right. mother, a wife. And so she kind of looked to Franklin to give her these attributes, mm-hmm. which which a woman I don't think is is good. Like I think, that but at that kind time, of, yeah, else, no, yeah, that's and what of she course needed. she maybe she didn't have a therapist that she could talk to about <laughs> yeah. these things, you know. So it's like she was looking to Franklin for a lot of validation in those areas, and he was never ever able to give it to no, her. I don't necessarily think that's anyone else's job to do, but I think that it's unfortunate because yeah. Eleanor was looking to her husband to give her validation in those ways, and he not only didn't give it to her, he like went the complete opposite direction <laughs> and, and was it. like, yeah. like, yeah, like I, you're, you're so not what I'm looking for that I'm going to go find it somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sad because I think that ultimately it leaves her feeling very yeah. empty. It does like, it's not like she was like, well, F you, I'm going to go have an affair. Like, yeah. she, like she was just like, well, yeah, because I, I am ugly. I yeah. am undeserving of a marriage. I am under and right. And she that's was told just, that her entire life. Right. And so to, for, to have Franklin kind of prove that. Yeah. Over and over again sad. makes me a little sad, but totally. but I don't disagree in the sense that you know uh, without Franklin's mass appeal would yeah. would Eleanor have had such a strong voice or been given such a platform? Yeah, she turned know? a bad situation I think into something that she could work with, and she you know I would argue and say like transform the role of first lady. Mm-hmm. 
and women in politics in general. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which couldn't likely wouldn't have been able to be done without FDR. Totally. So anyway, <clears throat> um, in it, it also the the um, I guess fissures we should say around this time between the Hyde Park Roosevelt and the <gasps> Oyster Bay Roosevelts really start to take shape. Things get crazy. Um, if you remember from the Alice episode, we were so curious about what the relationship between Alice, um, TR's first daughter, and Eleanor were like because they were cousins and they were very close in age. Yeah. And um, couldn't be two more different people. Just like could <laughs> yeah. not be two more different people. Um, but Alice is just out here talking mad smack on Eleanor all the yeah. time. Like just absolutely like saying things like um, – like you know calling her out on her looks and all of these things yeah she at one point invites fdr to dinner with lucy <laughs> which is like the social secretary that so fdr is having yeah. an affair with so like anna more than disliking fdr and his politics really disliked eleanor yeah. and it could be because eleanor got a lot of attention from her father you know who knows there's yeah. a lot going on there i mean we could we were interested we should have asked Tyler was his name Tyler yeah should have asked Tyler about Eleanor's yeah. relationship with Alice I feel like we were too into like Edith yeah <laughs> anyway um so there's like starting to be these little like small things that are happening where Eleanor and FDR are starting to speak out in terms of like a more um democratic politic sort of thing yeah and mm-hmm. uh and uh, the the Oyster Bay Roosevelts are not having any of it. Yeah, in 1924, she Eleanor um, starts to help uh, Alfred. Smith. Oh wait, can I just talk about 1921? Because something crazy happened. Oh yeah, yeah, we gotta get to that first. Yeah, yeah, 19, and then we'll and but then we have to get to that. 1921. Okay, set the stage. <laughs> yeah. Eleanor is like, okay, I guess I'm sticking with this guy. I married yeah. him, whatever. So. She, they're up in Camp Campobello, which is that like weird island that they live on oh, right. near Maine and Nova Scotia. And they're sailing around. They're like having a great time. They're super active day. It's Eleanor, FDR, and their two oldest kids. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, there's a report that they see like a forest fire and they help to put out the forest fire. I mean, it's just like they're having like classic Roosevelt day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just like <laughs> yeah. being absolutely insane people. They get back to the house. And FDR says that his legs are feeling a little tingly. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he has a fever. (gasps) Going to bed with the shakes. Going to bed with the shakes. He walks up to bed. That's the last time he'll ever walk. (gasps) That's the last walk. That's the last walk. It's really terrible. In 1921. So he wakes up. He has polio. Um, Shady Eleanor does not contact Sarah about this until two (laughs) weeks later. (laughs) So frustrating. Because there's like. I mean, to be fair, I guess it's already such a, a hard thing that's happening. You're trying to figure out what's going on. You do not need Sarah's energy. No, you, she obviously did need Sarah's energy. No one needs Sarah's energy no. to come into this. Obviously, but polio. it's just hilarious because, like, Sarah, she was on a trip to Europe. Yeah. And so she finds out on her way back from Europe about all of this. And it's like, obviously, she would have come home from Europe early. But, like, yeah. No, but, no like, one needs that. Yeah, Elle was like, no, I really, you're right. We don't need Sarah's yeah. energy up in here. So. She has, um, he has polio. And this is, this is where it gets kind of crazy. Not crazy, but it's just like, 
it's sort of this whole thing, like we were just discussing, like if Eleanor can't be a good mother or quote unquote good, or if she can't be a quote unquote good wife, maybe she'll move into politics and she'll start having these yeah. interviews. But then her husband fucking gets polio and now she has to be an absolute nurse. Yeah. Taking she care of like him. is giving him catheters. She's flipping him over in bed. She's like picking him up. I mean like yeah. what? Like it's, it's crazy. Also they're the richest people. Like get a nurse. No, I know. I'm just like I don't understand why she is doing all that. I know, I know, I know. They're so, you're, you're so right. They're so rich. <laughs> it's very strange. But, it, but, you know, throughout that, all of that, they still have these, like, political ambitions. They yeah. don't want to stop. And um, so after sort of the shock of the polio diagnosis kind of is done and they, um, you know, of course, someone calls Lucy. Lucy comes over. Eleanor's yeah. like, I'm out of here. She, like, goes back <laughs> yeah. to the city. He's like, put his fucking catheter yeah, in Lucy. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then in 1924, what happens, Elise? She's, like, gets yeah, into the so big, big she, games. you know, Sarah wants FDR to retire from politics because she's like, you have polio, just retire, be a gentleman of the country. Right. And then Eleanor's like, no, Franklin, we're going to continue this because you yeah. were strong and you were going to be president. Right. And also, she wants to be in politics, so, like, smart move on your part. She's so smart, yeah. So 1924, Alfred Smith is running for uh, governor of New York. And he's uh, going against, on the Republican ticket, Teddy Jr. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt Jr., uh, cousin of Eleanor. So, obviously, again, as Claire was saying, this is when the Roosevelts start to break between Republicans and Democrats. And this is more of our traditional Democrat-Republican, mm-hmm. what we see today. So, it's we finally don't have to clarify that anymore. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're yeah. liberals. Uh, yeah. Eleanor is definitely a liberal. So... Um, during this campaign, she is, you know, saying, uh, terrible things about Teddy Jr., you know, uh, stumping for Alfred Smith and, um, uh, Bammy now comes back into play and she gets a little saucy with our girl Elle. She's very upset because Bammy, love you Bammy, but she's Republican. (laughs) So we have to start to, I have to start to disagree with Bammy. To separate, yeah. Um, she writes, I hate that Eleanor has done this. I hate the way she lets herself look. (laughs) She's so rude. So, so never handsome. She always had a charm and effect. But since politics have come, become her choice of interest, all charm has disappeared. So God, first of all, damn, just rude. Just that because show. a woman is in politics or is interested in politics, yeah. she lost her charm. That's rude, Bammy. Totally. Yeah. Um, so Bammy and Alice versus Eleanor, this is all happening. Yes. But I love Eleanor's vibe because she is... Um, I don't know, like trolling Teddy a little bit. Totally. She <laughs> begins to wear, when she's uh, stuffing for Smith, begins to wear a paper mache hat in the shape of a teapot <laughs> because Teddy Jr. was the assistant secretary of the Navy during the teapot uh, dome scandal, if we remember, um, from the Hardin administration, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, so to remind voters of him being part of this scandal, she wears this teapot hat, so which is just so funny to me. So and it's just like, you know, this is her, you know, she was smart and witty. And I think that yeah. shows that this is how she, you know, took on the, the challengers against her. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's pretty funny. It's so really silly. Yeah. Um, Alice and her fight in a bunch, but they later uh, reconcile or Alice reconciles with this side of the Roosevelt's at one point. Um, uh, and writes letters and stuff. So they, they come together at some point. They yes, put the yes, politics yes. aside when, you know, people are dying. But, uh, yeah, I just like that there's, like, a little riff and, and that's how uh, Eleanor addresses yeah. <laughs> yeah. it. And Eleanor starts to begin to campaign for the, like, she joins the Women's um, League of Voters yeah. in New York. 
Um, she starts to campaign for a 48-hour work week. Okay, I need her back to campaign for a four-day work week. Yeah. But okay, 48 hours. Like, what were you working before? It was 60 hours. I mean, I guess triangle short way fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But... So, seriously. Um, minimum wage yeah. and no more children, child labor. Okay. Love that. She also begins to teach at the Rivington Settlement School, which is very cool, which yeah. is like, a, like, and um, there's a crazy story in the Ken Burns doc where, like, uh, uh, FDR comes to visit her one day mm. at school and she's teaching very, very poor children. And one of them is very sick. Yeah. And F- and she's like, okay, FDR, like, you have to help me carry this kid home. Like, that's the only way this kid, this kid can't even walk home. Yeah. And this is, of course, long before FDR is, gets sick. But this is just the type of work that Eleanor was doing. So yeah. to illustrate. So FDR apparently carries this kid home. And it, the child is living in a tenement building. <gasps> yeah. And FDR had never even seen a tenement before. Oh, wait, of course not. You know, so it's like. This is the kind of exposure that, regardless of how Eleanor was brought up, she was kind of throwing herself into yeah. uh, these, like, more um, liberal causes, or just causes more for humans, like, wanting to just have more equality or have people be better taken care of. Yeah, which um, I think is so impactful because, which yeah. we're right up to when he becomes president, or he's governor at this point. Yes. Um, and then he runs for president in 32, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um which is clearly the Great Depression, you know, they need this. The, totally. the country needs someone who is understanding of class systems and, yeah. and poor people yeah. or, you know, uh, housing insecure and food insecure folks. So it's it's really, like, fateful that yes. they become it. They administration rolls in and she's part of that administration because I think she will talk about next episode how impactful she was on the uh, legislation that happened in uh, the Roosevelt administration. Yeah, and I think too, like, so, and then also in um, 1927, she buys a school with her girlfriends, oh, right. which love is just like, that. love that. <laughs> um, and she, uh, you know, she's able to teach there until she is becomes first lady, which is great. She teaches yeah. there while FDR is governor and all of this stuff. Um, but it's also neat because, like, what you were describing, like, this idea that for so many of these presidents and these first ladies, we've seen all of this action towards building people up. Like, I'm going to have a library in the White House so people can read. I'm going to start a school. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's great. But there's still only a privileged groups of people that can even access those things. Yeah. You know, and Eleanor was really, um, she really saw what happens when you aren't benefiting from the systems in place. Mm-hmm. And I think that that just ends up informing the presidency in a, in a big way because totally, yeah. so much of what has informed a lot of the legislation, because before FDR becomes president, we have three Republican presidents and so much of their legislation was uh, like, let's just get rich. Let's make money. Let's figure out how to do, yeah. you know, and small government. They, yeah. 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 And, and no one was really thinking about like, well, what if people aren't benefiting from these systems in place? And mm-hmm. Eleanor sort of had that perspective. Yeah. Um, but she does buy a school with her girlfriends and she, um, it's a private school for girls and she teaches there until she yeah. is first lady. And then also in 1927, she develops Val Kill, which is just like a small sort of like, I think they said it's like 200 acres of upstate New York. And it's almost like, she's almost like testing out mini New Deal things. Because yeah. she's giving farmers subsidies for growing. She's giving like mm-hmm. um, different people 
minor subsidies for mining like all sorts of things at, almost out of like the pocket of of the Roosevelt's but just to kind of develop the yeah. land up in upstate New York um and and Valkill eventually becomes where she builds her own house and lives there yeah um for you know at the for the rest of her life after after FDR dies but also while he's still alive because they sort of end up living separately at a point um yeah. but Valkill sort of like her home and she buys that in 1927 but I guess this is where we pause. Yes, because we're right up against the, uh, you know, Election. FDR is governor. She is first lady of New York. Yes. Um, but then we run into the 1932 election and, uh, you know, FDR becomes president for a very long time. Yes. And <laughs> but we got are, excited things. Things yeah. are really not going well. Not going well. We got yep. Great Depression. Uh, Hoover. Gonna, Hooverville's Hoover. are happening. Hoover's, Hoover's terrible. Remember, he yeah. did nothing. Yeah, Hoover did nothing. Lou is, like, trying to start, like, um, trying to get people to volunteer, but it's not working. Yeah, she like, just wants people to work for free. Um, she wants to go on field trips. Yeah, I mean, like, the, yeah. the Franklin, or the Roosevelt administration hits up a lot of stuff. They get Great Depression, World War Two, mm-hmm. um, uh, civil rights really starts to to mm-hmm. come up, um, which Eleanor is a huge part of. We'll talk about. So, this is probably like my favorite time in history too. I really like this oh, part cool. of American history. Um, I mean, who doesn't remember the New Deal conversations in history class? That's right. Relief, recover, reform. <laughs> Never forget. Um, happy days are here again. Happy days what, are here again. Here are. Fireside chats, baby. Oh my god. Um, okay, and also Eleanor started the first pod, so we can't, we'll just talk spoiler about. Spoiler: Eleanor is a blogger. Okay, <laughs> like Emily in Paris. Uh, Eleanor in the White House. <laughs> oh yeah, we love it. We <laughs> so love good. it. Um, um, okay, so what's your advice for Elle though? Like beginning Elle, third of her first third of her life. Um. Oh God. I would say, I wish she had, this is not advice, because I mean, I just wish she had more confidence. I would, I would, that would be yeah. my advice for her, was like, yes. I wish Ask she, I wish people. teen Eleanor could see adult Eleanor, and like, or adult Eleanor could talk to teen Eleanor and say, like, it's going to be okay, and you're going to change the world. Yeah. And I just, it makes me sad that she was so young, and like, just traumatized from the very beginning with yeah. the way people spoke to her. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your advice? Okay, I have a few things. Okay. <laughs> I have a few Chris, things. like, I have to keep a list. <laughs> okay, fine. stay away from water. If, it, if you can't handle it, why try? Yeah. You know what I mean? If your husband wants a, a getaway house or, like, a house, um, you know, an upstate house yeah. or a house in the country, ask him to not make it an island. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, just, yeah. like, even a peninsula is fine. No but, like, why? Yeah. Or, like, surrounded by, by yeah. water on all sides. Stay away from water. Also, um, and I don't think this would have kept Franklin from cheating on you, but trying don't hire Lucy. Hire oh, someone else. What Just a betrayal, hire someone Lucy. else. What a betrayal. Lucy's out of yeah. control. And then um my last one is um I just I'm feeling really I'm grieving mm-hmm. the loss of the Aunt Bammy relationship. <gasps> in the pod because I feel like this is the last time we're going to talk about Aunt Bammy and so I'm just like really wishing that yeah. they could have salvaged that relationship somehow. I know I'm sorry Bammy went out like that I didn't mean to come in harsh on Bammy no we have to because we, we love L. we love L. I stand yeah. L. I know absolutely Constantly. oh and also hire nurses like what are you doing why are you flipping <gasps> we're just people on why the are planet. you flipping his body yeah. no need to stick a catheter in your husband no you get out of there nurse. get out of there Oh, so crazy. Man, that is love. Or some sort of commitment. That is something. I know. I know. To be an Eleanor's And also don't have kids. I mean, I just have, like, so much (laughs) advice for her. (laughs) 
sorry. I have so much advice. I'm so upset right now. <laughs> God, I could have just done it so much better than Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. No, the kid thing. Yeah, man. That is, that's a rough one. No, I, I mean, listen, you're right, though. Like, without every, you know, it's like butterfly effect. Without everything kind of <laughs> yeah. lining up, we wouldn't have gotten the great Eleanor that we know and love. And I'm sure my advice will shift and change. And um, I know. I'm curious to see as we talk about, curious to see um, how we talk about White House and Post and uh, what our advice will be for her. I know. As I she, can't wait. She grows and we grow with her more. yes oh god she's so influential <laughs> all right well we love you guys stay love hydrated um stay hydrated oh stay my stay warm and cozy i don't know what part or what the weather's like but it is cold in new york feel feels like 10 today. yeah it is chilly we are in um the winter the winter yeah, yeah <laughs> it yeah. is winter the dives. winter yeah exactly. yeah so stay warm stay cozy um stay hydrated get vaccinated yeah. get boosted <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Stay healthy. Yeah. We love you. <laughs> Eat donuts and chocolate. Oh my god. Bye. Bye. Bye.